Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Thank you for being a fan. Rest in peace, Betty. Welcome the fuck back to Unfazed and Unbothered. I'm Camo. I'm Tasia. And yeah, we haven't recorded in several weeks now. A lot has happened. A lot of things have transpired. So you want to open up for the girls today? Yeah. So I kind of just wanted to go over where we're at because it has been a month Mm -hmm. and what's going on in our lives. Um, I want to begin by saying that um, I'm feeling much better um, today than I did the last episode. Um, for sure. Um, uh, Princeton's almost what two months old. Um, postpartum. I'm not really feeling it anymore, which is a blessing. So I sent Camo some topics yesterday about what I wanted to talk about. Um, and the first one was life struggles currently. And for me, it's definitely the fact that I can't drive yet. Um, I always make jokes about it on TikTok, you know, ha ha he and hoo hoo. But like the shit really does suck sometimes. But on the bright side of things, next month I do get my license back. Um, I'm off parole, which is a huge, huge blessing. Um, and things are really coming together. But sometimes, like I was telling my husband, like I sit in this house with the kids all the time and it can be a little much. And there's like people that have like tried to hang out with me that I'm just not comfortable with. And so I just don't hang out with people. Like I think I've told you this before, too. Like I have a hard time hanging out with new people just because you never know what their motives are. And I feel like everybody has ulterior motives for sure. Um, and once somebody gives me one sign, I'm like, okay, I, I just, it's hard for me to trust people. And so everybody's like, well, why don't you just like go out and do something with new people? And I'm like, girl, the new people is the problem. Um, but it is what it is. I'll be able to drive next month. So that'll be a huge, um, difference. 
and I'm excited about that. And also, I was supposed to get my tattoo finished this weekend. I don't know if I told you about that. No, you didn't. Yeah, I was supposed to get it finished on Saturday. Okay. And, but I, I changed it to later in February because I'm like, I'm just not ready to like sit through such a long session yet. Oh, you're going, you're going back to that. Yeah. Because I, I need to get it finished. And if I don't get it finished, I will literally have to, it'll take a lot of money to get it removed. And you know what and I mean? And it'll scar over so Oh, I know. Much. And the thing is, is like the more it's healed, it's like, I know that it could, it's going to look really good. It's just a process getting it there. Um, but I changed it to later on in February because I, I just didn't want to do it this weekend. Like I'm exhausted and it, that it literally wouldn't start till three and I don't want to be there late, you know? Oh girl, you would be there till 3 PM the next day. So, <laughs> so I just changed it to later on in February. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, and then I, I do want to talk about the struggles that we've had, we don't have to name them obviously because I wouldn't do that. But like with brands and shit, like what's going on with these brands lately? I just messaged one in particular that I've had an ongoing partnership with and I don't want to really speak on it too much yet because I'm waiting for them to make their move <laughs> and that'll really decide where I go from here. But yeah, these motherfuckers really be trying it. They really try to one up us or like take advantage of influencers or internet people and it's like do what's right do what's ethical i'm gonna make you money you're gonna make them money pay us accordingly like it's really i, I wouldn't say that either of us are greedy people but <clears throat> know your worth queens know your worth like i did a lot of stupidly did a lot of free promo in the beginning of my tiktok journey and I just can't help but think about the money that I lost. And the thing is, is we're completely self-sufficient off what we make on social media. And so, you know, those people, they have brands that are constantly making them money. And so if you can't like throw us the, the money that we deserve for what we do for you, no. Or, or they expect so much for so little, like it's beyond me, bitch. Well, the thing is, is like there are certain companies that like I live by and like I literally pay so much money weekly because I have an obsession with like clothes. You already know that. And like for both me and my my children and like I spend so much money and like the same companies that I buy from will be like, hey, we'll send you free stuff for this. And I'm like, girl, I already have like stuff that I've bought. Like I don't need anything free. Um, And like these are my prices and they will be like, oh, that's out of our budget or whatever, which is understandable, but then get mad and try not to send me my order when I buy from them. Like, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? That's just yeah, odd. You, you, you purchased something from them and they canceled your order and haven't given you your money back. Yeah. And that's crazy because I won't work with them. Like, girl, like what? I give you my business, you know? So like- right. I'm a paying customer at this point. It's not even about business. It's about the customer at this point. Yeah. And the thing is, is like people expect you to do so much for their brand. And it's like, if you're not paying according, then I'm not doing that. Um, I'll continue to buy from you, but like, I'm not going to tag you in all these posts because you this just doesn't work like that. No, see- I have like f- regular friends like that don't do social media. And when they hear me like complain about stuff like this, they make it seem like I'm ungrateful. And it's like, girl, look, 
it took a lot of years and trials and tribulations to get to a place where I can make money on my own. And I know my worth. I know what I bring to the table. And I know every ad I've done generates a lot of views for it to be an ad. And so I know that they're making a lot of money off of me. So I'm like, I'm not going to just do free promo for people. And for anyone to expect that is so asinine. It's, it blows my mind. And then for people to be like, oh, you're just ungrateful or you're greedy. What am I ungrateful for? Because you sent me $45 worth of product and you want me to do $2,000 worth of ads for you? Yeah. And I'm ungrateful? You made 20 grand off of me. Yeah. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't know. Like they don't understand that like promoting stuff makes these companies so much so money. So much money. They, their companies will even send you how much money you make them. Oh girl, I know that made me sick. It, yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. And so for pe- if you don't understand, if you, if you're, if you don't understand, you just don't understand. Right. You know what I'm the saying? The girls who get it, get it. The girls who don't, they don't. don't. Um, because like you said, like we're completely self-sufficient off of what we make on social media. And like we have facts to back up the way that we feel. Like when you get sent over something and it's like, hey, you made $20,000 on this post and you didn't even get 10% of it, which is understandable. That's kind of, it's how it is. But you, it's not you being greedy at all. Um and it blows my mind that companies that like I literally looked up to and that I really, really like their brand and like I'm proud of like how it was made and all these things show you like how they truly are behind closed doors and you can't speak on it. Like that's that'll like make you sick. It really tarnishes your idea of them. And it makes me not want to buy from these people, work with these people. Ugh. It's just crazy. But on that note, it is what it is. It's a new year. And if that's how people want to treat um, people, then that's really on them and has nothing to do with us. Um, But I also want to say that there's been multiple times that like I like um, a clothing brand or whatever the case may be, whatever brand, and I'll promote them anyways. And like we get in trouble by our management team because we're not supposed to do that. So for people like think that we are selfish, we're actually not. And we get in trouble for fucking doing shit like that. Just if we like their damn clothing, but right. I I wouldn't. Okay. I stupidly did an ad for an app one time. That was my mistake. I will. Let me tell you, I will never promote another app on my TikTok. I won't do it because I don't, I don't, I don't really use apps like that. If I promote it or if Tasia promotes it, it's because one, we either actually like the the product or it resonates with our following. Like I'm not going to post something that I would not use myself, you know? Right. Um, I mean, there's been multiple times where like our management will come to us and they'll be like, hey, do you want to promote this? And we turn it down because, yeah, they might be paying good, but it doesn't right. resonate with us. No, it's not. It's not always about the money. It's right. about the longevity. Well, yeah, that too. And there's like, for example, if I'm a sober queen and I'm promoting like I'm sober, I'm this, I'm that. What do I look like promoting wine? You know what I'm saying? And the thing that it kills me is like companies will reach out and ask me that. And so I'm like, I'm offended because you obviously have not gone through my content. Right. I am so offended that you'd even ask that. I get emails for Greenlee's Instagram account and they don't even go. They're like, hey, we want you to promote this. And she's a baby. What does Greenlee look like promoting a vacuum? Talking about I love cleaning (laughs) with my vacuum. A company messaged me that last week and they were like, baby G is me because my email is connected to her Instagram, obviously. 
would you like to promote this? And I didn't even respond because I'm like, you are fucking crazy. You didn't even go through this child's account. She's a two-year-old. It's, it's probably automated. Honestly, it was probably sent from a bot and they just like pick up the information from the account. They don't know if it's an old lady's account, a child. They're just sending the mass emails to everybody on their list. I should have said absolutely and put it in her college fund. Absolutely. And, and Greenlee, come here, baby. Come take a picture of this. You look just like mommy, baby. Like, you know, like what the <laughs> fuck? Oh my gosh, people are crazy. Yeah, they really are. I want to talk about this um, situation that happened to me, but I think it's time to go on a break um, first. But when we get back, girls, I got some tea and some juice. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back, girls. So, um, uh, what was it? Christmas Eve, I had posted this video with this old lady, Miss Gladys. If you know, you know. <laughs> I saw it. So, okay. A lot of people, I understand why it's being taken out of context because I, they only see what the video offers. So like, I'm, I can't get mad at people for like having these wrong ideas, but okay. So the full backstory of that situation was, so Miss Gladys is a regular at that mall. We see her all the time. I haven't seen her since. And I go to that mall every other day. 
my friend works there and every time I've ever seen Miss Gladys, she's always turning her nose up to us. She's always shaking her head, just like scoffing at us, just always looks disgusted by us. And, you know, we're like beautiful little lady boys and it's clear that it affects her pussy. It gets her flaps all, you know, tangled up. And so... Um, one day she was like looking at us in disgust and my friend was like, "Ugh, there's that fucking bitch. She's always giving me dirty ass looks, blah, blah, blah. And then like one of her coworkers was even saying that that was apparently her seventh grade teacher and how that lady, there was like a girl in seventh grade who had like big boobs, I guess. And Miss Gladys literally touched the girl's boobs and said, put those chichis away. So y'all are over here defending this woman like she's a fucking saint. You don't know this bitch. So the the story as to like what happened was, so she was looking at us all funny, right? And when I recorded that video, that instance that she approached me about sitting on the bench happened two days prior. It wasn't even that day. But let me tell you. So I went and got some Wetzel's Pretzels and I was sitting there eating them. I saw her sitting at the bench behind and I was like, Let's go have some fun. Let's go sit next to her, this stupid bitch. Call oh it pro- call it provoking. Call it whatever you want. I did know what, what I was doing. I knew she was visually bothered by us. So, yes, I did sit next to her out of spite. However, I didn't say anything to her. I didn't look in her direction. She was on one end of the bench. I'm on the other end of the bench. It's a public bench. You cannot tell someone they can't sit there. She had no problem sitting there with us. She didn't say nothing to us. She was sitting on her phone for a solid five minutes. I was able to eat my entire thing of pretzels. She didn't say nothing until I said something about I wanted to get an outfit for a photo shoot. I was like, yeah, I want to get this dress and some fishnets. Bitch, as soon as I said fishnets, (laughs) she just got up so aggressively and stormed off turned around like a fucking hoot owl, almost broke her neck, shaking her head in disgust. And that's what bothered me. It was she. And then, so anyways, so I didn't, I have another video of myth, miss myth. Ooh, I can't even speak of miss Gladys in my drafts that I didn't post because after that, I was like, I'm, I started my first video. I was like, Oh, let me go approach this woman. See why she was looking at us like that. So I went up to her and I was like, Hey, Gladys, can I call you Gladys? (gasps) I'll show you later off camera, but I was like, can I call you Gladys? She's like, excuse me, who are you? And I was like, I'm just like wondering why you were looking at me and my friend in disgust back there. And she was like, well, um... I guess uh, um, you're you're a little self-centered because, no, I wasn't. So I didn't post that video because she lied. And I didn't want people to say I was just harassing old people. And so she got mad that I filmed her. I didn't, didn't post the video. I left. She went and found Jay, my friend, and was like, tell your little friend I'm going to sue them if I see a video of me on the internet. And I also just might as well just go ahead and sue them for sitting next to me on the bench. They could have given me COVID. Bitch, you're in the mall on the busiest day of the fucking busiest week of the year. And you're not wearing a mask. You don't care about COVID. It's not about fucking COVID. You're homophobic. And you were disgusted by us. And now out of... You being embarrassed, you want to say it was about COVID. So anyways, 
I, I, I was just like, okay, this is hilarious. She thinks she's going to sue me. Okay, first of all, let me let you bitches know. Y'all be thinking y'all know the law in most states and Georgia included. I can film literally everything, anything at any time I want. The only time I can't is if there's an expectation of privacy. Look it up. That would be a bathroom. That would be a locker room. Or that would be if like I entered your home and started filming and you asked me to stop filming and I chose not to. Only then could you do something? Or if I was like actually harassing. Going up and filming somebody is not harassment. Unless I just like kept putting it in their face. Yeah. And, like, so um, people sticking up for her. Y'all don't even know who the fuck y'all are sticking up for. And, like, people were telling me I was nasty for that. Bitch, I gave her the same energy back. She approached me that day. And I just, I, it was like a movie. Like, I couldn't believe that she responded that way and came back and was like, Oh, yeah, well, Gladys is royalty. Yeah, like, whatever that means, Miss Royalty. <laughs> you're not royalty if you don't, if you fucking act like you're a piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah, so all these people have been in my comments being like, Oh, he's so condescending and he's, he's a X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. This, this is why people don't like fags. And I'm like, okay, bitch, not me screenshotting this and sending it to your fucking job. But okay, per, um, what kills me is that people think that like we post videos and if they make fun of us or tell us to delete it, that we actually give a fuck and we're going to delete it. <laughs> no, no. Like, honestly, no, ma'am. I, actually, I love it. I love the hate. You're fueling me by saying to delete yes. it. Thank you yes. for that. You only make me want to do it more. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like, who are you to dictate me taking something down or me not posting something because it, it, you don't agree with it. They be messaging you like there's some type of authoritative figure. And I'm like, bitch, who the fuck do you think you are? Somebody said something on one of my videos. They're like, Tasia literally went to prison and you think she gives a fuck about what you have to say? And right. I'm like, no, Tee. no, we don't. Tee. Cause I don't. I'm so I, sorry. I, I honestly Let me tell you this. When I was on Vine, y'all, 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 I guess y'all should have really caught me back then. Um, because I, I really cared too much back then, but I, my level of don't give a fuck now is like at an all time high. I mean, like it says it right here. Like, it's like, I don't care. And it probably has a lot to do with the fact my age, what I've been through. I have whole kids out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't care. I've been through way too much to give a fuck about somebody's opinion that I don't know. Right. You know? Right. Likewise. I... I, I don't know. I, I, it, it's like, honestly just blows my mind. People who I just hate the mindset that oh you you don't respect your elders or you have to respect your elders. Let me tell you, respecting your elders is you helping an old lady get something off the top shelf at a grocery store, helping the bitch walk across the street, um, keeping the noise down at Nana's house when you're staying the night there. Like that is all respect for your elders, not cussing around them. It could even count as respect for your elders, letting somebody disrespect you and like, look at you like you're a specimen and you just sitting there like a chihuahua with your tail tucked. That is not respecting your elders. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. I don't care what you're, what you got going on. I don't care how big or small, how high or low you are, bitch, in this world. If you want to come for me, bitch, you will not win. I promise you because you go low, I go lower. Yeah. Ugh. It's, it's just like, and it's the audacity for me because I, People feel, I've like heard people say, oh, you're 
kind of aggressive and you're reactive. Understand this. Every action has a reaction. So if people are upset or bothered by my reaction, why don't you go to the source, the root of the problem? If there was no action to begin with, there would be no reaction. And the thing that bothers me talking about things that we're currently bothered by, it does irritate me that people look at somebody like me and they think, oh, why does he have to make everything about sexuality why does it always have to be a problem why is it always this you people who think like that you don't go through the shit that i have to go through i don't need sympathy or pity because i have the toughest skin out of literally any human being i know but it's the principle there are people like me out there who do take their lives or go home and cry themselves to sleep because people like miss gladys treat them that the way she treated me I don't have the patience. I don't have it in me to be submissive to disrespect. If you want to be some type of way toward me, I'll put on the goddamn cape for all of us, bitch. And if that makes me fucking negative or if that makes me hateful or if that makes me this, I will gladly take those titles. I will tattoo them on my goddamn forehead because I do not care if it's not all about sexuality. Oh, why is he always going to be? It's because so many people have a problem with people like me just existing and just breathing. And so people like, not you, obviously, but people that are in like your demographic, they don't go through the same experiences that somebody like me or Trent or my friend Jay have to go through because every time I leave the door, leave my fucking door, somebody's looking at me, turning their nose up to me, trying to figure me out, making questions, comments, and it's not fair. I don't, I'm not hurt by it, but because there's like out of pure principle, I will speak up for everyone everyone because it's it's honestly the audacity for me it it disgusts me and so for that very reason i will always react and i don't want to hear anybody say oh take the high road just let it go let it no you bitches saying that shit y'all don't leave the house and constantly become a target i am everywhere i go so i will react and that's on that yeah, because if the roles were reversed, anybody would feel like that. Like yes. the, even when we go out in public and people have like looked at you weird, it makes me uncomfortable and it makes me fucking mad. You know what I'm saying? Because I've never experienced it. So when I see it happening, I'm like, it's like foreign to me, you know? And, yeah. And people, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you as a straight white woman said that because a lot of people, they act oblivious and because the problems don't affect them personally, they don't recognize them and they want to act like I'm doing the most or making shit up. I don't make this shit up. Like, what would I get out of that? You know, no, like, like the time we went to Outback and that guy and then he tried to play it off like he didn't remember that guy. Oh, yeah, girl. I was so fucking mad because I was like, did that really just happen? And you were like, it happens all the time. And I'm like, did that re like I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I couldn't post that on TikTok because I told him he, his cock was small. But um, <laughs> I will never forget that. that. That was a yeah, no, I walked past this guy and this guy. I forgot what he said. He said something, and then, you know, I'm just so used to it. I didn't initially say the something. The most embarrassing part was whoever he was with, his wife and his daughter, were letting him act like that. I know. What 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 really tickled my pussy was when I approached him, you as a fucking man, a big-ass old man at that, for you to let my little faggot ass punk you out like that, because I, like, got up. He, like, said something. He had really no words. He was stuttering. He, he literally was. And, like, for you to let me disrespect disrespect 
you in front of your wife and children like that. Which children they were grown? Oh no, what's happening? Is it still recording? It it's is like paused. It'll still record though. It'll fix, I think. Okay. Well, let's take a break in case and pause it. Yeah, we'll pause this story because. Okay, so the camera froze on us. There's gonna be a little, a little glitch, but whatever. We're not redoing that shit because it was good and spicy. Yeah. So yeah, no, he didn't say nothing. And it, for the record, when I say children, they were grown ass like adult children. So I wasn't just like showing my ass in front of like toddlers. I would not do that. Time and place. I pick my battles wisely. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's. I do have to go through that all the time. And honestly, people be like, "I'm so sorry you have to go through that." Let me tell you, there's a lot of things that frustrate me in this world, and that is not one of them. That shit amuses me because it gives me an opportunity to enlighten a dumb bitch. And, like, even my dad, like, when I showed him the video of Miss Gladys, he was like, why? Like, he thought it was funny, but he was like, well... Well, why do you like want to do that? Um, what do you get out of it? Because you're not going to change their opinion. And to that, I say this. I know that I can't change these people's opinion, but why not monetize off of their bullshit? If you're going to be disgusting towards me, why not me cash a fucking check off of it? You know, like there's all these news articles talking about that shit now. Bitch, I made a check. I made a check. And what you going to do about it, bitch? Period. And if you're mad, you can stay mad about stay it. Stay mad about it, bitch. So let's let's run the next topic, bitch. What you got? So do we want to answer some questions that we posted? Oh, on, sure, sure. Yeah, or yeah. that you posted on Instagram? I got some questions for the girls. Um, I like when we do this, and I think it, people do too because we're interacting on camera too. I know. Somebody asked if we could do like take calls from the fans, and I don't know how we would do that, but that is a great idea. That is a great idea. Holy crap. I would love to like Kiki with y'all. Okay, toxic family members needing to take responsibility and cutting them off. Um, so I've said this before, like, and you've mentioned your cousins that you don't fuck with. Like, if you are going to disrespect me, if you don't um, show me respect or decency, like, it, it, I'm going to cut you off. And if you can't take accountability and, you know, responsibility, then... I don't, I don't, you don't have to give people your time just because you're blood related. That's what people need to understand. Not all family is blood. Like I have a lot of good friends that I consider my family because they're there for me. They respect me. They understand where I'm coming from. If you're going to belittle me, if you're going to talk to me like I'm a child, if you're going to talk shit about me, like who does that? Who talks shit about their own blood? It's embarrassing. So if you, if you're dealing with that as a listener, cut them off. Why? Why not? What are you waiting for? Yeah. And for me, um, like we've talked about this in an episode, I told myself after prison, I'm not tolerating the shit that I used to because I'm worth more than that. And I feel like family only had me around for the wrong reasons anyways with certain sides of the family. Like, for example, I don't go to um, my dad's side of the family for any holidays. I don't speak to any of them. I don't care about what they think at all. Um, just like when Princeton was born and uh, a post got made before I even posted him about people that I don't talk to. I'm like, okay, like he's not your family. You know what I'm saying? He's my child and he's not your family and I'm not your family and I don't care how you feel about it. You're trash. Um, and they do listen to my podcast and because they're fucking weird and I, they will call my dad about this episode, I'm sure. Imagine and, hate listening and hate watching. You're 
that's so funny to me because I people ask there's a lot of people in here asking how we deal with hate and how it affects us let me tell you something the difference between me and you you're listening you're invested we don't relate okay I I don't I don't know anything (laughs) about you now I'm not speaking to the girls because I love my girls but people who be hate listening hate watching our videos it's so amusing to me that you're so invested in my tight tight pussy (gasps) and (laughs) <laughs> you're so invested in my every move and you have an opinion and a comment on everything I do and say and like it's so funny to me because we don't know shit about you like and you know everything about me that's the motherfucking difference bitch so keep listening thanks for the stream you're getting us paid yeah paid, and, paid and just like big. there's certain people in my family that like I know for a fact they don't like each other and like they tolerate each other on social media or just in general and I'm like y'all are so embarrassing queens oh my god speaking of talk do you remember that like one of the first videos we posted on TikTok was us at a Mexican restaurant and this like table was just tolerating this woman like, she, like oh yeah there's like people there are people out there that are just tolerated it like, yeah, and, and you said that you were like she's just tolerated i was like what do you mean i just got out of prison these were new words to me really i'm like what does that mean because in prison it means like i want to kill you i'm just kidding no and you were like it's like they're just tolerating her tasia like they don't even want her there and i was looking i was like oh you're so right you're so that's, right that's sad but like those people are so unself-aware like when you're like saying shit and doing shit and it's like people are like Okay, like, focus on body language, please. Like, pick up the social cues because some of y'all just be like... They they just don't know. Like, how do you not know? Because I'm uncomfortable for you. Right. It's embarrassing. I have secondhand embarrassment. Okay, speaking about a company, I emailed them and I said, hey, any updates? Haven't gotten money back or updates about a new order scene. (gasps) And they saw your other message, too, and they said, fuck you, bitch. You know what? The next time, I mean, we're probably going to film. We can't even say anything. Let me tell you something. The girls be asking for drama and tea. And let me tell you. We'll get sued. No, we won't. No, you can't get sued. If they're being unethical, bitch, I'm not saying on this episode or the ones we do today, because like I like I said earlier in the episode, my reaction, I'm waiting for this other person to to make their move. um, And and their move is really going to be telling of how I go forward. Um, and s- same for you. Like if people are going to be shady and shysty, like we have a whole podcast, we have a whole platform we can talk about it on. So um, stay tuned girls, because honestly I would love to expose some bitches and some shit, but um, I try not to, I don't want to go there, but um, okay. Let's see. Um, constructive criticism and not taking yourself too seriously. Um, I feel like I'm always open to constructive criticism. I actually really love it. Um, If I'm like doing something or acting in a way or doing something that like isn't appropriate or like bothersome to people, like tell me about it. Like I would, I'm not going to be like defensive about it. I, I will always listen to people's advice unless you're just like being like a shady bitch. But like, if you think you can offer constructive criticism, like offer it. Like anybody who's mature should be able to listen to it. How do you feel about that? Oh, I agree. 100%. Um, a lot of people keep asking about skincare tips. So 
I love CeraVe, um, the face. We, we, we use the same one. And the, we use the same moisturizer. Yeah, so I do love the Kiehl's. Um, we love both it. have we both have the same face wash and the same. I think we have the same kind of skin. That's why. Yeah, but I really, I do love the Kiehl's. But my favorite one of all is Bliss Exclosion. I've been using them since they were in Kohl's. They were, used to be like 60 bucks for a jar. Um, but now it's at Target for 20 bucks. Um, it really gets my skin very dewy and glowy. And I'm waiting for them to send me a package. They, I tagged them in something and then they reached out to me and like, I've been waiting for that for so long. <laughs> so I, I use CeraVe too. And the reason why is because years ago I used to use this scrubbing and you actually told me about that. This like scrubbing um, face wash and it's so bad for your skin because you're always like scrubbing it, I guess. And you told me about that. But the CeraVe is very gentle. There's like no perfumes in it. And it's just like, I love it. And ever since I started using that, I do not break out. Um, but you have to get it to match your skin tone and like on CeraVe, like they have a website, you can do that and get it to match your skin or whatever. And then the Kiehl's is the only moisturizer that I use that's, um, that doesn't break me out and that actually hydrates my skin. And I don't even use foundation anymore. I don't use anything. Um, and I'm like really happy with my skin. Yeah, no, the, okay. So for the record, I, cause I did post like a skincare thing like two months ago, I deleted it cause people were coming for my throat. Um, that, so I do use a very, some, I do sometimes use this very tough exfoliant. And I think I told you that because it was, um, irritating your skin. It doesn't irritate my skin as much. Um, I feel like I have to exfoliate regularly because I get so much, um, dead skin buildup. Um, so if I don't, then my face gets very textured and I don't like that. So I do use what is it the avocado not the avocado the um apricot sometimes sometimes but it is every once in a while like you're supposed to do it once a week i think anyways yeah it's not it. it's not good for your skin every day it's, it's irritating not. but like um it's that and like i love lush's um coffee scrub it is kind of um abrasive a bit but it gets the job done for me it doesn't bother my skin but everybody's skin is different but as far as moisturizers go, Kiehl's is great. Um, Otzi, they sent me a package recently, and I love their gel moisturizer. It's so good. And Bliss, like those would be my top three faves, I would say. Um, have you ever had a bad trip on weed? Asking because I did last night. Yes. Auntie Klo. Okay. Well, um, yes, let me tell y'all. So my friend... I, uh, this was 2016, I had tried, tried to stop smoking weed for like a week, um, personal reasons, and I went and hung out with my friend and one of her friends, we went to um, Atlanta, and then I don't know what it was, I think I might have told this story before, I don't fucking even remember anything we've talked about, but um, she like, she didn't like pressure me but she was like come on like just smoke like you've been smoking for years like let's just smoke a blunt blah say blah and i was like you know what you're right like i only stopped smoking like for a week and it was really just because i i did i wanted to stop smoking for my voice like it wasn't because it was bothering me um so i was like you know what fuck it so i rolled us up a blunt of her friend's weed and 
I hit it once, passed it, hit it twice, passed it. And then her, like, man's friend came out, and he had, like, this shirt on. Or said something. I don't know. No, I I don't know. Something about Jesus came brought up. And I said, oh, Jesus. And he said, Jesus, fuck that man. And something about that, like, it, like, the energy was like, like, it just felt like a presence, like, stepped into the room. And I started getting, like, here's the thing. Like, I don't read the Bible, but I do not tolerate people disrespecting other people's religion. And also God, like, is such a universal thing. So, like, some people say Jesus. Some people have, like, their different deities. But, like, I personally feel like God is just God. And he's all those things embodied in one. But um, I don't tolerate the disrespect. And, like, I don't know, something about that moment triggered the worst anxiety attack I've ever had in my life. And I I just, like, started having an outer body experience. And then I had to go to the bathroom. And I was, like, looking in the mirror for, like, 10 minutes, like, slapping myself in the face, throwing water on my face. And I, I knew they were in the living room, probably like, what the fuck's going on with camo? I came out and I was like, hey, um... Can I get a water? <laughs> She's like, yeah, baby, help yourself. I went and got me some water. And then I like immediately walked on the front porch and was out there for like 10 minutes. And then Orion came outside and was like, are you good? And I was like, fill my heart, fill my heart. And it was like coming out of my chest. And so I, she was like, oh my God, we got to go. I'm going to take you home. And we were all the way in Atlanta. We drove all the way back to Barrow County where I was living at the time. And the whole time, like my heart was coming out of my chest. I was having to like sing at the top of my lungs to distract myself. Every fucking time I saw a hospital sign, I was like in my head, I was about to tell her, pull over, take me to the hospital. I didn't. I talked myself out of it. But I got to my house, still panic, and I was like, please don't leave me. I made this bitch cuddle with me for three hours. And she finally was like... <laughs> Okay, can I go now? And I was like, I'm not okay, but yes, go. <laughs> and so, like, I stopped smoking weed for like three months because of that. And uh, here we are again. Honestly, my, one of my goals this year is to not smoke. I haven't, I haven't bought weed in a week. That's great. Um, did I hit resin out of my bowl yesterday like a fiend? Show <laughs> did. But I didn't smoke today. And that's a first. I didn't wake and bake today. So I don't have weed. I'm not buying none. Now, if somebody passes me a blunt, I'm not going to not hit it. You know what I'm saying, bitch? But, um, yeah, so what is your experience with weed? You've ever had, like, a, a trips experience? So for the girls, y'all know I don't smoke anymore. But years ago, I did. And th- there was one time, I think, where I was in high school And me and my friends actually snuck out of her house and we went to this little, it wasn't even a party. It was just like a bunch of people hanging out at this house, like a kickback, I guess, but not even. And everybody was older than us. We were freshmen. They were seniors. Why were we hanging out with seniors? Because my 14-year-old weird self was dating somebody in college. Um, So was he a sick motherfucker? Probably. No, Um, definitely. So anyways, I was dating somebody in college as a freshman in high school. That's disgusting when I look back on it and fuck him for that. You're gross. Um, But anyways, so his friends were like still seniors in college because or in high school because he had just graduated. So he was actually a freshman in college. So I was 14 and I think he might have been 19. That's gross. And so anyways... With that being said, we were hanging out over there. We were all smoking. And my friend actually had really, really bad anxiety, which I did too, but like not as bad as her. 
Um, and so she was smoking. See, when I would smoke and I would trip out, you wouldn't know it. I would just be sitting there chilling. Um, so she actually started freaking the fuck out and having a full on panic attack. And it was actually embarrassing. And like, I understand like she had what she, you know, she was going through or whatever, but I was so embarrassed and everybody <laughs> around us were probably like these dumbass freshmen. They can't hang. She was freaking out in front of everybody's, I have a panic attack. I'm having a panic attack. Like, and acting on it. And everybody was like, what the fuck? Like, get this bitch out of here. Like, literally, that's what they said. Get this bitch out of here. So we ended up <laughs> leaving. I was freaking out, but nobody knew I was freaking out. And all I kept thinking was like, either we're all about to die because of the way she's acting or <laughs> people are going to think we're lame as fuck. But um, anyways, that's like really the only bad experience, like bad trip, I guess. Um, it probably doesn't seem like it because I said she was acting like it, but deep down inside, like I literally, she was freaking us out so bad that like I thought either we were about to die or whatever. But yeah, that was embarrassing as fuck. And then this one time I smoked weed and it was mid and I thought I was like stupid for hours and I was like looking in the mirror and I thought I was obese and I had convinced myself that I was obese and I was thinking, how did I get this fat? Like I just smoked weed one time. Um, <laughs> that mid will have you fucked up. But yeah, I was told it was like loud. And so then when I smoked, they're like, okay, it was actually mid. And I was like, how do you go from loud to mid? You know that Joe right. in the Scammer video? That's not even fucking loud. Fucking smoking mid. That's what it reminded me of. I'm like, what the fuck? This is some Joey and the Scammer shit. No, mama, we can't be smoking mid. That shit tastes like bacon and ass. And it's just like, ew. Just smoke spice if you want to smoke mint. I mean, it's, <gasps> it's just as bad. Like, it's not good for you. Spice, I also had a, I, I did some spice one time, and which is, don't do it, okay? Don't. It's, it's, that's some crackhead energy, <clears throat> but I used to be a crackhead. So anyways, I smoked some spice one time, and I think I literally did almost die. Like, I'm not even lying. Um um, because if you've ever had like a almost dying experience, like all your memories for me, at least it's happened to me multiple times where I think that I almost did die mm -hmm. because of drug use. Um, it's like you start remembering memories that you forgot about and you in, in your mind, you see yourself as a kid again. And like all these memories Having are like a spiritual awakening. No, seriously. And it's happened to me multiple times. And like, I'm remembering stuff that I never remembered. Um, I think I'm a child again. And you start, um, like in your head, you see all your family members in front of you and you, you feel like this sadness because it's like your mind is telling your body that you're about to die or something. Oh my God. Now you're doing DMT. So anyways, that happened to me when I did spice one time and I couldn't come out of it. And my heart was racing and my body was getting hot. And I was like, thinking I was dying. And I then I like my body woke itself up. That also happened to me on a heroin overdose and also on an acid trip one time. So anyways, don't do spice. No, somebody um don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, period. I mean if you want to smoke weed, cool. I would even like not even I I would say like go as far as dry shrooms. Um because it is honestly there's so much research. Like I wouldn't promote drug use. So I don't want nobody misconstruing my words. But um shrooms are there's so much like study behind them that like suggests that they are the most effective for people with anxiety and depression now i don't i would not say go out there and start like doing them regularly but like honestly i want to do shrooms kind of like soon like a once once a year thing girl do your thing like i did them last spring or yeah last spring and it really just restored me and refreshed me. And I felt like I had such a spiritual awakening. But like, other than that, don't, 
don't do drugs, y'all. Don't do pills. Don't do coke. Don't do heroin. Don't do anything like that. Weed is natural. Shrooms, they're natural. Um, don't don't like start getting trippy all the time. I don't suggest that. But um, I do remember one time this guy that lived in my apartment complex that I actually made a diss track about. Ew, he was such a fucking little bitch ass faggot. Um, <laughs> he want he so badly wanted to fuck me, and I was just like. It's not in the cards for you, babe. Like, it's just not in the cards for you. You're not cute. But he was smoking me out regularly, so I was still hanging out with him because he was smoking me out. And one day I went over to his house, and I hit the bowl one time, and this motherfucker starts laughing. And I was like, what's funny? He goes, that was spice. Oh, hell no. Let me tell you, bitch. I almost knocked and bucked that motherfucker. But I didn't. (laughs) Knocked and bucked? I didn't. I, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, luckily, he had clogged the bowl so bad that, like, I barely got any smoke in my fucking lungs. But let me tell you, that's bitch. That's not cool. That's not fucking cool. If you put shit in somebody's stuff or you give them something other than they what they signed up for, you're fucking trash. You're disgusting. There's nothing funny watching somebody have a panic attack. There's nothing funny with um, putting someone in a panic attack. Like, why... I don't. I don't understand people who lace shit and give people, people other shit. Just like like the, somebody told me, I did ecstasy, and then afterward, they're like, "By the way, that's meth." Right. That happened to me. I thought I was buying Molly, and I bought fucking ice, and I was. It was horrible. That was the last time I did Molly, and I was doing Molly regularly for like six month period. Because it's just not fucking cool, dude. People like literally get it. People get addicted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing for people that do drugs when they're pregnant, and their kid comes out fucking addicted, and there's like. There's so many like articles and shit on this too. The kid might not use drugs for years and then end up being a drug addict when they're older. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit is way more serious than people realize. Actions have consequences. They do. Um, We're making great time for today's episode. And I think that the other topics will be a great next week's episode. So... I think we should wrap up today's episode. It's been real. It's been cute. It's been gorgeous. We love you girls. Rate, review, comment, subscribe. All the all the good and golden stuff. And um, stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We love you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I 
Com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 